Hello, my friends. Hello. Welcome to What's for Dinner, episode 125. 125 episodes. Talk in the microphone if you're going to talk, honey. Jesus Christ. Yes, a lot of episodes. 125. Can you believe that? Started with uh, me and Nickerson. Anyway, uh, welcome. This episode is fun. It's just me and Allison. Just you and me, baby. Love it. It's her first kind of us podcast we've had in a while. A very long time. Yes, but um, Excuse me. no, to, oh, it was, a, it was I'm that very, exciting. I'm, was oh man, that it was exciting. riveting. Riveting. No, we had fun. We talked. Uh, we actually talked about two very um, personal things that we've never. I might have. I don't think I've ever revealed on the show, but you definitely haven't. This is this was a big opening for you. Oh yeah. Much like your people uh, now. <laughs> yeah, people now know that my. Uh, my inner insides are as big as my out. What? Yeah, keep, I don't know. Keep trying. Never mind. Um, no, it's fine. We uh, we just kind of shoot the shit, talk a little personal, and uh, we play a. We actually end the show playing a very uh, fun racist funk song. Racist? It's more, not more racist. Oh, sexist. I meant sexist. Sorry, yeah. I got those confused. <coughs> but um, hey guys, if you want to, pardon me, if you want to check out some fun shows, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday the first. I will be at Flappers Comedy Club per usual. I'm usually at Flappers every Wednesday hosting the 10 o'clock show. Always a fun time. And um, big news, I got booked to do a new episode of Comics Unleashed. Yay, the show's coming back with Byron Allen. I'm shooting my episode uh, next uh, over the next couple of weeks, and so it'll probably be airing hopefully sometime <coughs> end of this year, uh, beginning of next year. And if you happen to be in Columbia, Missouri... Allison and myself will be at Deja Vu Comedy Club, October 22nd through the 25th. Yay! It's a great club. I just started playing the room again after not playing there for years, literally. So it's going to be a great little uh, homecoming show to come back to. And it's fun to see me and Allison together. Uh, all my other dates you can check out on flipisfunny.com. Of course, dirtyguitargirl.com. Now you guys... Sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 125, right, baby? Oh, yes. 125. Uno, doso, cinco. cinco oh. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm obviously very lingual. She is quite the cunning linguist. Enjoy Ooh. episode 125 of What's for Dinner. Bye-bye. Wee! What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. What are you? What are you doing? Yeah, why are you? Do, we're recording now. Oh, okay. What are you doing? I don't know, cause I was trying to make sure this will work. Hi, everybody. Uh, look at you starting so prematurely like that, honey. I'm sorry. Usually, there's a little warning before there's a well, premature Well, there's no situation. warning anymore. It's like it's like uh, it's like sex with us. It just happens, and then next thing you're like, oh, that was it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I like well, how you so yawn. I as was you yawning say that in the middle of it. That's yes. pretty much like our sex life. When oh. we think of our sex life, we we yawn. Yep. Yep. Oh, you mean that three seconds of magic? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's yeah. at least uh, thirty. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm kidding. You no, were look, giving look, me a hard I, I, time I, right when we came out the gate. So right I was when we came out the gate, you gotta go right in with the sex shit, baby. All right. What about ice cream? I've never had sex with ice cream. Well, it's very chilling. Is it? I want to dip my balls <laughs> in it. So this is uh, this is just you and me today, baby. Yep. This is like we haven't had a you and me podcast in a while because either Aww. I've been on the road forever and just uh, pulling out a podcast whenever I'm working with somebody. and That's us. And then if I'm home, sometimes you're not here. Sometimes you're on with somebody else. But you and I haven't had our own little... 
kind of a couple podcast in a while. I know it's what's a shame. new with you, baby. I haven't been home forever. Let's see here. Um, well, I didn't stop moving or seeing people for just about the entire seven weeks you were gone. I like don't you even exhaust remember. Exhaust yourself. You're too nice. No, I love my friends, and I want to see your friends, people. But I mean, there have been many times that you have been feeling like shit. Your back has been hurting. You've been sick. You've been exhausted, and you still go. Wait, I promised this person. I kind of know that I'd come out to their show, or that they could come over for eight hours, and well, I'll you entertain know what? them. You know what? It makes me feel really good when other people that tell me they're going to do something or whatever they follow through. So just like yeah, it says okay. in the golden rule, I treat others like I would like to be treated. It feels good when I'm it respected, so I want to respect them. Yes, I understand that, but. You still hurt yourself, and then yeah. I'm the one that has to deal with hurt you. Hurt myself. Pain. See, you're just a complainer. <laughs> I don't hurt myself at all. I sometimes, yes, we all do things we don't want to do, but it's the people that choose to not do things that that they told that they would do, all for the fact that they don't want to. Those are the people that make a bad name for people. Like every now and again, we got to put ourselves out to make other people happy. That's what this world is all about. You're supposed to. You'll you'll people will make you feel good if you make them feel good. So if you want everybody in world peace and whatnot, sometimes you got to do things that, you know. And uh, here's the other thing: my difference is, is if I can or cannot do the help. If I can do the help, and it's pretty much just my annoyance with it that I wouldn't want to do it, you know. Then I I have to really think about it. Can I help this person? I Would gotta be honest, honey. I've zoned out on what you've been saying. Like f- ten seconds ago, is the half hour up yet? <laughs> Are we done? You, you, n- no, we're not done. We're not done. And I know what you mean, honey. I know all I'm saying is it's okay to take a little time for yourself. And if you feel not up for something, well, that's why there was a few understand. days in between of the seven weeks. There's probably been two. Understand. There's probably two times where I took three days off, and just kind of like sat. I like literally watched like a SVU marathon. Uh, we are we are SVU of. S- but you can't watch too many SVUs in a row because then you get like depressed. SV depressed, yeah. You're gonna come on, come come up with something. Slit vists. You slit uh. vists uncontrollably. You slit your vists uncontrollably. Oh God, really? You th- that that's what we waited for. I, I I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. So you've been and baby, you've been getting up a little bit here and there, right? Oh yeah, I've been. Uh, yeah, I've been. When you were gone, I was in. I, w- I did a lot. I actually I was in Vegas. Then I went to Lake Mammoth, or Mammoth Lakes, whatever. Um, went camping. Lake Mammoth. Lake Mammoth. Yes, it's next to uh, Lake Mastodon. Ah. Uh. Which is what Don Johnson does every night in his bed. He mastodons. I'm sorry, it's no slit vis uncontrollably. <laughs> I should kill you. <laughs> I should kill you. Guys, would you all like to hear me murder flip live on the air? Or I should reveal wow, the secret. I mean, I mean. <laughs> realize if I happen to get murdered, you are suspect. I'm the number, number one, one suspect. We are watching too much SVU. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, like, I can't watch SVU. Like, I can't watch more than two in a row. Oh, I could. Tot- I could do it all day long. No, because I start. Because my mom. 
<clears throat> I think one of the things that makes me a good comic is that my mind can go to a lot of uh, interesting places and really look at an idea from different points of view um, because my mind is that active. But when I watch something like SVU more than two times in a row, my mind starts going, well, shit, I wonder if my door, if I should lock my door. Man, I go out to the laundry room all the time. Someone could come and rape me or, you know. See, that's the thing. You, you're, you're, you're that's my one mind. of the people. My mind is, I have this overactive. You're one of the people that's very easily swayed. Yes. That's so. not a good thing, Flip. It's wonderful for your career that your brain is very open and able to like see a lot of different scenarios, but there has to come a point where you just check that part of your brain out. Now, here's what I do. What do you people do? How, would do you, how say, do you check out? People would say, how would you watch all this terrible, terrible stuff and not be depressed? Well, instead of relating it to real life, which obviously it is totally related to real life. I mean, it's not specifically, but they're all kind of based on stuff that does happen. I instead try to put a lot of love towards... I mean, basically the people that hurt people are hurt people. So I put out a lot of love to kind of fill it up. So I counteract... All the stuff that I watch on SVU, first of all, by remembering that it's a show and that these are actors. And also you have no imagination, so your mind doesn't go to those I have plenty of imagination, you have but no I stop myself from imagining terrible things. You made up a children's story called um, The Sock in the Shoe. It was the most boring story of no imagination. I don't even know where you're trying to go. My whole thing... Don't worry about don't worry about things. Don't let your mind go to fear. Just like Jim Carrey says, you choose love, not fear. I understand. So when I watch honey, all those things, not, I'm listen, choosing listen, listen, love. Honey, it's not that I choose this. It's that this is where my mind goes. But you could choose to override that with a different thought. You don't choose to do that, though. No, you it's choose not that I. No, 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 no. When when my mind goes there, I get myself out of it. But naturally. My mind is just this overactive thing that's always seeing something and going. So overact it to be imaginative on the positive side of things. Well, but see, then I don't, I, 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 I don't want to disrupt my brain because it's my meal ticket. It's like it's like Jewel. <laughs> she doesn't get her teeth fixed because she's but afraid she won't sing. I am the Jewel of comedy. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Did y'all just hear this out of context? I he just called himself the, the Jewel of hey, comedy. Hey, I put the Jew in Jewel of comedy. First of all, I'm not saying that your overactive imagination is something you should stop doing. But as soon as you start to imagine terrible things, imagine positive things. Well, that's what I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. When I say when I notice I'm thinking negative, I immediately go to positive. But all I'm saying is SVU. It's just it's this real. It's like has some dark shit in it, and then my brain starts going, man, that shit really kind of happens and. And then you Especially at night, if we're watching it at night, and if we had been, uh, you know, a little bit on the medicated side, my brain goes paranoid. My brain is easily swayed when I'm a little high. If it's pa- if if something says something a little paranoid, uh, uh, what would you call it? Not paranoiacal. Uh, paranoiacal. <laughs> somebody <laughs> says something. Uh, that, You're that, really that annoyical. <laughs> paranoiacal. You've got a you've got a nice paranoiacals yourself. If somebody if 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 somebody this says something life. that could trigger some kind of paranoia in me, my brain goes there. Conversely, if somebody says something really funny and light, my brain goes to a funny light place. When I'm, we should do a we should do a parody of SVU, 
and have it be like every time there's like a murderer and they go and like try to like find whoever raped the little girl, they'll go like slip on a banana peel and whoop, 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 and it'll be, it'll be like, they'll be like seltzer <laughs> being sprayed on the cops and whoop, whoop, whoop. So SVU with clowns is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. SV unicycle? <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. Oh, but slitting vis uncontrollably. We're not fr- forgetting about that one. But, um, so you, we, I f- how the fuck, did we, this is what this show's all about. It's just. Every time, every time it's you and me talking without a buffer person here, we always either A, argue, or <laughs> B, debate physiological, metaphysical. Well, let's, okay, let's make a point for this one. Let's, let's talk about shit we've never talked about on the show, just me and you. Okay, let's. Hermaphrodite th- elephants. You know what I love about hermaphrodite elephants? Um, that they have the longest, that they can fuck themselves with their trunk and their dick? Yes. They they have the com- combination trunk-vagina. It's called a trunt. Thank you and good night, everybody. What? You can't follow trunt? Trunt. You're trunt. just... Okay, here, here's what we'll do, honey. Now, you and I, we've been together for <laughs> wait, five... Oh, wait, wait. now Allison <laughs> came up with a good pun for the hermaphrodite elephant. I Please, <laughs> timing is perfect on this one, Allison. All right, I'll forget it. I'm done. I was just going to say, like, with that trunk, they can really pack a derm. <laughs> I thought that was good. We, 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 we actually stopped. Pack a derm. Pack I get it. I get it. No, wait. Oh, wait, here's a better one. (laughs) Good, good, honey. Keep keep killing this joke. With the elephant's penis, he can really pack a sperm. (laughs) It's only for me. (laughs) Fuck everybody. It's for me. Yes. Cozy Allison's show, where only she'll get the jokes, everybody. (laughs) Nobody gets pack a sperm? Jesus. It's not Do I have to talk these things? <laughs> Do I have to explain these jokes to you? You don't have flip? to explain them. All you have to explain brow. is why you chose to s- to stop the show to go back and do those jokes. Because you said, oh, what, you can't come up with a rebound? And then I was like, well, fuck you. Then I will. I wasn't trying to come up with a rebound. I, I was know, just looking usually at you with trunt. Trunt. God, you're weird. All right. What I was going to suggest, my love. No. Um... To something different on this show. We've been together for about five and a half years, right? Yep. Okay, and that's that's a that's that's a record for me. Oh yes. Longest relationship I've ever been Jesus, in. Jesus, like seven times over. Um, probably close to that. Yeah. And we're almost surpassed your longest relationship, right? Oh yes. So in February you will succeed as being the longest man to continue to be in my regime. <laughs> To think the longest man <laughs> to continue to tolerate me. Um, uh, yes, no, that's in, it. No, inverse visa. But is there much more vice versa? I will. Um, actually, hold on one second. Okay, so I'm making an adjustment. So, like I said, we've been together for a three hundred uh, years. Three hundred years. Um, I'm going to open myself up now, but on the podcast. Ask me a question that you don't know the answer to about myself, and I will be, unless it's something incredibly personal that I don't want (laughs) to reveal, which is like a 1% chance. Ask me a question that you don't know about me. (laughs) That I don't know about you? Yeah. 
God, I think I know everything, though. Well, ask me. I mean, here, I'll ask you a question. Um, I don't think I know this answer. When you were a kid, did you have any kind of, like, like a uh, comfort, like, object, like a stuffed animal or a blanket or something? All right. I'll reveal something that you actually know. You don't remember that you know it, but it will be revealed to, for the very first time, to... Any of my adult friends. Okay. This is exciting. I. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Um, most kids, they drink a bottle. And they drink a bottle until they're, you know, maybe two or like one and a half. And then, the, you know, it, it, it gets weaned cup. out. Yeah. It yeah. switches to a sippy cup the whole nine. Um, well, I really loved my bottle. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And at about the age of four, my grandma told my mom that I shouldn't have it anymore, that, I, that we should take it away. And she threw it away. I was so distraught that my mother went out and bought me a new bottle. So at about the age of five, and now this bottle, <clears throat> I, wasn't, I wasn't unable to use a cup. I was able to use a cup, but... You just found comfort in the bottle the but the bottle was there was something about sucking on a nipple it's funny i have like two front teeth that come out ever so slightly and it's because of the bottle usage when my teeth were grown in Mm -hmm. but then you would say to yourself but didn't you stop after baby teeth fell out Hmm. well uh i did not stop drinking a bottle and we're talking about you know i'd hide it from friends when i got older I'm getting the sign that I should hurry this up, but you're the one who opened this Pandora's box. I never fucking talked about this before, so you're going to take all the time I need. Uh, baby, I will. Uh, all I'm doing is just this. Yeah, the movement of like a speed it up, like moving. No, no, no. I'm, I like helicopters. Keep going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. So I did not. Um, I, I kept a bottle throughout my entire grade school. Meaning that, like, when friends would come over, I would hide it under my bed, and, and nobody you, knew that I had it. Did you take the bottle it. to school with you in the backpack? No, 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 and no, 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 You no, go no. into the bathroom and no. you do a little, little No, I wasn't that much of an addict. I wasn't that much of an addict. But, no, it was very comforting. And then, if that was not worse enough, I actually had two other bottles that served two different other purposes. So, I had a one bottle I'd drink from, and I would put, you know, at that age, I started putting, like, coca-cola and like other such stuff in the bottle you know there's even a time where i remember putting coffee in the bottle like like milk and the whole nine um and that was the one for drinking then i had one that had been used enough where when you touched the rubber nipple and like you kind of ran your finger down it like you would run it down a balloon or something Mm -hmm. it would make this sound like like running it down a balloon but it had a particular sound and a particular feeling like a like a touch that I was obsessed with like I would have to put it near my ear and just go over and over again to hear the sound and to make the touch and then you would say well let's see you got one you got taste covered you got sound covered you got touch covered well what about smell well (laughs) yes that was my next question not what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) but yeah honey where's the nipple for smell so I, ha- I can't believe I'm talking about this. I can't believe that it's actually going to go out and people are going to hear it. But whatever. This was, this was me. <clears throat> there was one bottle that was so old that the nipple had fallen apart. And it was like it was like wide open, like like an open gaping hole in the top of the bottle. And then you'd fuck it. No. 
I would put my nose up to that. And I remember this, the soft feeling of the remainder of the nipple. I'd put my nose up to it and I would smell. And it was like not mildew or not like anything, but it was just this really interesting like old smell. And so <laughs> this is me, you know, going into middle school, literally sitting on a bed, watching TV, drinking Coca-Cola from one bottle, making the noise and touching one bottle's nipple, and then shoving the other one up my nose to smell it. Now, see, by all accounts, with you, with the nipples and the smell in it, you should be a lesbian who does coke. No, that's why I'm really good at sucking dick, because I was always good at having protruding things in my mouth. Yeah, but whose dick is as big as a nipple? Don't say a word. So, let me just tell you <laughs> when this ended. When no, Yeah, so... So you're you're going through grade school. So you're grade school fully addicted. 11, Ten or eleven, doing drinking from a baby bottle. Oh yeah. Secretly. Oh yeah. No no did no. Did your mom still know about this? Oh yeah. And what did your mom say? She thought I was crazy, but she knew that there was like some sort of an attachment that I made on it. And because I'm, a, you know, she was a single mom with a single child, and I had no dad, I had no siblings or whatever. She wasn't very good at telling me that I shouldn't do those things. As far as she was concerned, or I wasn't hurting myself. I wasn't doing anything. It was just this kind of like stranglehold that, like, wow. I wanted. So now, when did it stop? You ask. Uh, sure, I didn't, but yeah. I hate you. It stopped when I was fifteen. When I started dating the guy who has surpassed you so far of my longest relationship ever, I put it down. Literally right around the time we started dating because he was four years older than me and I thought to myself Jesus Christ this guy is like an adult He could go off to war right now and I Drink a baby bottle and I'm about to suck his dick. That's really weird So I put down the bottle and I finally what's funny is that they're like crazy like in some weird storage box at my mom's house But you still have them. Oh, yeah they're have nostalgic. I had them for 15 fucking years. What wait, are you wait, talking have, about? Okay, when was the last time you took them out and did anything with I them? I saw them maybe, I mean, because I've lived out here like seven years. So I saw them, I don't know, maybe three years ago or something like that. Four, maybe and even did longer. You, did you? Did you? I smelt the old one. I, <laughs> I had to. God. It didn't smell the same, though. It was different. <laughs> 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 I had to. Oh my god. Maybe it's more than three years. It might have been so like five much. years. This explains why you're such a goofy child all the time. But this was a quiet thing. I didn't tell anybody about it. There was like three of my closest you friends throughout my whole life that knew about it, and that was it. Well, guess what? Now there are at least eighty. There's like at least eighty people that yeah. know. Whatever, guys, you know what? Fuck you, who gives a shit? I would have been made fun of then, but go ahead. Try to make fun of me now. I don't give a shit. I fucking drank a bottle. It was my security. Some people suck their thumbs. Some people have a blanket. Some people have a teddy bear. Mm -hmm. I had fucking bottles, and they all served weird uh, sense purposes. I understand. All right, so then what was the thing of comfort for you? Well, I think you know this too, but uh, I will talk about this. I sucked my thumb. I, was, I uh, sucked my thumb until I was about nine years old I think and um, my parents said you gotta stop fucking doing this uh, they actually they they put this stuff called stop zit like stop zit but s-o-p s-t-o-p-z-i-t stop zit and it was like this 
kind of a <laughs> like liquid. a nail polish, but it yeah, it was, it was like nail polish. Yeah, exactly. And you put it on the thumb, and it tastes terrible. But I actually managed to suck through it. Like I would, I would like bite the bullet and suck for like a minute on that terrible taste, and then dissolve it off my thumb. And I remember for years, my and, and here's what got me to stop doing it. My dad said, every day you don't suck your thumb, <coughs> I will give you a dollar. To this day, my dad owes me $380,000. <laughs> well, no, but that's, that's actually my, in like two weeks, I didn't do it. And I dad, my dad gave me like 10 bucks. And from then on, it was, it was done. But yeah, sucking my thumb. That, and I had braces too. Main reasons because I suck my thumb. Well, you can see from my two front teeth that they're a little tiny bit for true. Have you never had braces, did you? Mm-mm. Why not? I have pretty straight teeth. Like, these are a little crooked, and these come out a tiny bit, but mm. no, because I went to my dentist, and I have, what well, I don't know, I have an overbite. I have literally no overbite. My teeth line up completely, and we thought that I was going to need braces or some sort of adjustment because of that, and my doctor goes, look, can you eat? I said, yeah. He goes, does it hurt? No. Because your teeth are pretty darn straight. Why should we spend thousands upon thousands of dollars for us to slightly improve something that doesn't really need that much improving? It's funny. See, I had... It's the doctor who was like the most honest person. He's like, I don't need your money if it's going to cost you all this pain and suffering for no reason. No, that's cool. That's cool. I I had braces for three years. Like, it was was the perfect storm of not getting any attention from women or girls. It was probably seventh grade to, I think, ninth grade. Not only did I have these big, and this is back, hey kids, this is back in the 80s when they didn't, God bless you, they didn't have the clear braces where you couldn't really see them. This was big, gray, metal, fuck, fucking look at my awkward teeth braces, uh, compounded with awful skin, bad acne, overweight, chubby, chubby kid, shy, puberty, voice changing, just the perfect storm. <laughs> you are going to masturbate a lot. Um... <laughs> And that's why his hands are so callous. So callous, but huge. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I had those braces on for, uh, like I said, about two and a half, three years. And um, But what happened is um, my second album, fast forward to around 2000, 2001, I put out my second album. It's called Rib for Your Pleasure. And the cover is me, is, is a close-up of my mouth, like opening up a condom wrapper. Jesus oh. Christ. Oh, we were uh, watching a movie. Yes. Opening up a condom wrapper. And it's just a close of my teeth and everything. And I sent the uh, picture to my mom. And my mom's comment is, your teeth look wonderful. Those braces were worth it, darling. Oh, worth my God. It. Adorable. Yes. Well, your teeth do look wonderful. I have. I, I'm. What, are you going to turn this off? Yes. I have uh, pretty decent teeth. So, so do I. Hmm? So do I. They're a little. They're a little messed up at the bottom. But they work. They work? Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's. We're, we're veering off subject. Um, I was gonna say it's amazing with how much bottle usage that I had that I didn't switch to an alky. What? As a, you're not a big drinker. Mm-mm. No, you have wine. Yeah, Although I'll have I like one glass and I'm alright. Hey, I get like three outs a year. I think if I get fucking every plastered year, by the way, once every, a quarter. Every New Year's, Allison has gotten shit faced, and I've been the sober one. Well, guess what? Not this year. This year, we are gonna both get pretty uh, shit faced. Working on a cruise ship for New Year's. That means we don't have to drive nowhere. We just have to stumble back to our room. And it won't even be a room in the crew area, so we don't have to worry about stumbling down weird stairs. Well, that's to be determined. But either way, we won't have to drive anywhere. It'll be fun. Hold on. 
Sneeze. Excuse me. All right. Uh, another question. Do you have something? Now you asked me something. You I just did. I asked you what you're comfortable. No, I asked with. you what. But you're then I, c- I, I counter. You can't ask me the same question back. Um. Hmm. On, when was the first time that you ever jerked off to Weird Al? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I already know the answer to that. Um, Wait, in, in all seriousness, I've never jerked off the weird owl. <laughs> never. Sort of. Never. Mentally, maybe, but never actually. That would be creepy. That would be really weird. Um, okay, so when... I can tell you the first time I jerked off. Wasn't it something with the soap in the bathroom? Well, yeah, yeah like that had a lot to do with it. I think every boy... When they first discovered the joys of masturbation, you don't you you, you don't well I, maybe for me like you you don't realize you can't you don't have to use lube. Like when I was a kid, I was ta- I, like I, I had a friend of mine. I think actually, you know what? I think you this talked has about been, this on the stuff. We did talk about this on the podcast. I remember because my friend actually said to me, "I heard that episode. Uh, weird, dude. Weird that you're talking about that." I didn't mention his name though. Um, but no, the, uh, th- there was always a, I always had to use soft soap when I would masturbate when I was a kid. And it's to the point to where the smell of soft soap got me excited because it was like this, uh, psychosom- uh, not psychosomatic, uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, psychosomatic. It's psychosomatic yeah. when something's connected. Like that you smell something in your mind, it triggers right, yeah, psychosomatic, yeah. So it was psychosomatic, the so- smell of soft soap, wi- I associated with, uh, masturbation. So, um, t- I think to this day, actually, I haven't tried to smell soap. If somebody wants to send me some soft soap, I'll, um, I'll smell it and let you know what happens. <laughs> he'll smell it live on the show. Yes. And then I'll he'll s- cream himself. It'll be really, really interesting. And by the way, speaking of people listening, you got an email from, uh, one of our lovely oh uh, yes miss pc yeah dude pilar is the bomb so last was it last week's episode darren carter we were talking about the songs yeah so i mentioned this song that i had heard on a mix cd that a friend left in my car i mean right. it literally if, didn't if you heard last week's episode yeah so if you heard last week's episode there was we a couldn't song find it. we were we were listening to songs that were totally um like wrong like they just they just were weird in their makeup well i tried to find this song and instead i just sang it over the whatever and she knew it oh my god pilar you're awesome she knew it she knew the 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 guy who did it the name the whole night i found it on youtube so let's play it wait what's it called it's called i'm hungry by johnny morissette okay and should i take this thing off so you could hear it better would that help or no all right here we go tell me if you can hear it Yeah, girl. That was me. Oh, it gets so good. You just wait. Ow! <laughs> 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 James Brown. Hey, waitress. Come over here, please. Do you have any bread? Or any leftover cheese? Because I'm hungry. Hold on. I'm hungry. It gets better. Stomach hates. 
I'm hungry. The stomach ache. Stomach. I got the stomach ache, baby. The best line coming up. Nineteen eighty two and totally approving of beating your wife. Wait, that this is nineteen eighty two? This is nineteen eighty two and it's totally approving. Wow, if you don't get in that kitchen, I'm gonna break your jaw. And then he tells the saxophone guy to feed him. Feed Feed me, baby. I got a stung ache. I got wait, wait. He talks to the president too. He's got Oh, that's all we want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. You know what we'll do to 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 go out? Because uh, we'll, when this goes up online, we'll close the show out with the full version of "I'm hungry." Oh my god, it's so freaking funny. Just the fact of the matter, like, I think last week he was doing this. There was a song, country song about like yeah, "Love d- me like my dog," like my dog doesn't call me a bitch or something like that. So, or I won't yeah. call my dog a bitch. It's it a- was so silly. But See, that's, that, that's what's great about those R and blue guys. R R and blue. R and blue. R and B guys, like they could red just red and blue. The red and blue guys. Exactly. They could just take any subject and just put that beat in the. Oh, yeah, I'm hungry. Oh, uh, baby, make me my food. Oh, uh, I need to dust the room. Mm, get me in a dustpan. Ah, oh, ah, mm, it's dusty. Oh, it's dusty. I need to take shit. Uh, 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 like uh, whatever. Mm, mm. I mean, all those grunts. That's what it sounds like. I got like. a parallel park in between two cars and get my meter fed. Mm. Cause I'm late. Uh, uh. Basically. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's I'm hungry. If you don't get in that kitchen, well, I'll I'm, break your jaw. I'll break your jaw. The first time it's, I ever heard that, it was on this crazy mix CD, and there was all kinds of great funk songs. I mean, there was there was Parliament. There was, I mean, just all kinds of great stuff. Even like like Slick Rick and some weird stuff from like the '80s. And then all of a sudden, there was this gem in there, and this freaking and the holograms. It was Gem and the Holograms. No, it was it was just in the midst of it, and I thought it was James Brown. It sounds just like him. Yeah. And then when he gets to "I'll break your jaw," it's definitely James Brown. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, guys with uh, great attitudes towards women, that was a good segue. Thank you. It's time for the Skippy Green Show. <laughs> it's the Skippy Green Show. Blah, 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 it's me. Blah, blah, you. Blah, blah, game. You ready? (laughs) Oh, Skippy, you're such a suave gentleman. Thank you. Well, I usually, uh, I usually suave. I thought it was soft soap. Yeah, but when I finish, I call it swathing. Oh. It just swathed all over you. So if if you you suave on a a Latin chick, is it, you're pulling a Rico suave? A Rico suave? So I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> you got to answer it. Ten words, not 11, not nine. Here we go. I get it. If you. Will I be my fingers? <laughs> if you. <laughs> that was, Toast is I'm ready. hungry. <laughs> if you. Could write. A song. About being hungry. <laughs> what would the chorus be to get me to get in the kitchen to make the food? In other words, if you don't get in the food, if you, 
like blah blah blah. I get you're it, gonna get I in the get food. It. I'm gonna break your jaw. Ten words for your line about me getting in the uh, get a man getting in the kitchen to make you dinner. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay. Um. Uh. You better go make my food. No, wait, I'm going back. Hold on. It was 10 words for a chorus? Come on, you got to do it. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, okay. Um, make my food sauce and all or I'll kick balls. Pretty good. Pretty good. I would have went. Go make my food quick, or I'll cut off dick. Either way, good job, Pounder. Thanks. It's the Skippy Green Show. This was fun, baby. Oh, Skippy, where'd you go? He he never sticks around, you know. What that. an asshole. I know. Really, it's big. It's. Tight. I'm gonna break his jaw. <laughs> um, you could always check out Allison at girl dot com or. Uh, at Allison Comedy on Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> yes. And uh, do you have any shows coming up? I am going to be in Las Vegas October go. 16th and at Flappers October 19th. Where in Vegas? I don't know the name of the venue <laughs> yet. Well, you can <laughs> go, go to my website. guitargirl.com <laughs> and find out. Exactly. And, of course, guys, flipitfunny.com, at flipshelves on Twitter, all the tour dates. Uh, a lot of l- Working a lot of cruises. So if you're in Miami and Lauderdale and you're going on a cruise, you might be seeing me. Um, but waka definitely waka check waka out the, uh, <laughs> the website. And big news, I got a brand new CD. I recorded it on my uh, seven-week tour, and I'm in the process of uh, putting it together. So... Look for that either sometime late this year or early next year. Very Wait excited. Wait with bated breath, everybody. Masturbated breath. Thank you guys again for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Uh. Say, you gonna get about the spoons of the fancy plates. Pair up, lady, I got the stomach ache. I'm hungry. <laughs> no die. I'm hungry. your husband, and I know I'm not your paw, but if you don't get in that kitchen, I'll break your jaw, cause I'm hungry, <laughs> oh, I'm hungry, uh-oh, here come Clifford Scott on his saxophone, feed me Clifford. Thank you.
Oh! 